an inside look at the restaurant industry and entrepreneurial insight to help you succeed. It's the Paper Trails Podcast with Albemarle Paper Supply. What's going on, guys? How are you? This is Nick Caligari Mitros, and we are back for the Paper Trails Podcast. Super pumped to have you guys on. I am thrilled for today's episode. This is episode 20. If you guys are just plugging in and you know listening to us uh, via Spotify or uh, if you guys are watching us on YouTube or whatever, um, we are pumped to have you. This is a podcast all about business ownership, entrepreneurship, the mindset uh, of, of successful uh, business owners. Um, and then obviously in specific, we love the food industry. Uh, we love talking about restaurants, food and things like that. And so um, my guest today is Jessica Bentley and she is from Slice of Jess. Um, and so I, uh, I met her, you know, uh, through some mutual friends, you know, through, um, you know, uh, Jessica, our Jessica that helps us with some marketing stuff. And, you know, um, you know, we've chatted on several different occasions and I'm super pumped. She has done, um, extremely well in starting her own company many, many years ago and becoming a food blogger and becoming well-known. Um, and so you guys need to check her out, check out her website, you know, we'll put all the handles, but you know, she's. She's been featured, you know, she's been, she had, she had a little, a little travel, travel channel? Uh, yeah. Travel channel, little stint, you know, where they went to the airport. I saw that, that video last night before I went to bed and I was kind of scoping out some other, uh, you know, brands that she represents. And so uh, we're excited to have her on the show <clears throat> and um, just have her tell about her story and how she became a food blogger. And so... Uh, Jess, why don't we start off, give us a little background, where you're from, how you ended up in Charlotte, and maybe we'll just start there. Okay. Um, hi, I'm Jess. <laughs> uh, I moved here to Charlotte about eight years ago. Um, I'm originally from the San Francisco Bay Area. Okay. And uh, we basically moved here because you know, the cost of living, we wanted to you know, have kids and buy a house. And uh, San Francisco, <laughs> I miss it. All of our family and friends are there, but um, this is home now. Nice. And uh, yeah, when we moved here, I was an accountant. Okay. Um, and I've always loved to cook. And so a lot of my friends back home would text me and be like, hey, can you send me that recipe for, you know, blah, blah, blah that you brought over? So you've always cooked? Not always, okay. but, but for you, you, most you, of my adult life. You developed yeah. a love for <laughs> cooking. Yes. Okay, all right. Yeah. And, um, was, your, was your mom really big in cooking? No, no. So I grew up with just my dad and my brother, okay. and nobody cooked. And I always thought of, you know, so, so I would love to sit at a table, like, with my family and eat dinner every night okay. and cook it. And so uh, when I met my husband, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start watching Rachel Wright, and I'm going to try and make her recipes, like her 30-minute meals. And I'm sure at first they were terrible, but my husband was like, mmm. Good. So you started and just by, by that? Like just by that, yeah. By Rachel watching. Ray on, on mm -hmm. TV, hey, let me just mimic these recipes. Yep. Okay, all yep. right, I love yep. that. And uh, come full circle later, I actually got a call twice from the Rachel Ray show. I was no supposed to go kidding. on yeah, before COVID, yay. Um, but maybe next year or something, okay. I don't know. We'll see. Because um, I told them my story of how, like, that's how, how I developed yeah, yeah. cooking and stuff. And um, I actually submitted it, and they called me two hours later. No And kidding. I was like, I was like. Just like, like a random? Like, you just yeah, randomly yeah. emailed? Yeah, like, I saw on the show in the morning, it's like, <coughs> do you want to be on the show? Apply here. And I was like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. And I applied. 
and uh, the lady read my story and she was like, I loved it so much I had to call you. Like I was literally cooking dinner and I saw I was getting a call from New York and I was like, who's calling me from New York? And I answered it and she was like, hi, this is Kelsey from the Rachel Ray Show. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like I literally was well, hello. <laughs> I was like, hi. I think I even dropped my spatula, like pasta everywhere. But anyway, um, one day, hopefully nice. it'll come back. But Anyway, the way I started my yeah. website was, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I would cook and, you know, we would have family dinners and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And so when we moved here, I would have people text me and be like, hey, what's the recipe for this? What's this? What's this? And so finally, uh, my husband was like, Jess, like, put it on a website so you don't have to keep typing it out, blah, blah, blah. So if you go back to some of my first recipes, it's literally just like this tiny little photo that's not good at all and a recipe. And then um, it just kind of went from there. After that, I was like, well, what, what, what year is that? Like, what, like when did you start your website? Uh, two, <clears throat> was it 2013 or 14? 2014, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Um, I could be wrong. So just, just purely on recipes for the family and friends back home. Yes. No thought of business. No. No thought of doing this full time. No. no th thought of Rachel Ray calling you and asking. <laughs> no. I mean, like, I mean, this is literally when we had this conversation, I was like, wow, like this. I mean, you have come, you know, I, I love hearing stories like this because it just goes to show you um, when you truly want to make something happen or when you just maybe follow a passion or a love and, and, and you know, uh, you put some work ethic and some follow up and some intensity behind it. I mean, you can kind of do whatever, you know. What I mean, so anyway, I, I love that. But all right, continue. So well, um, so website. So yeah, I, I noticed I started to get a little bit of traffic. I don't know how, and I was like, well, maybe I should, you know, take a nicer photo <laughs> and maybe I'll write like what inspired the recipe or something. So then I just started writing a little bit more. And I was like, well. Um, was this like frequent or like this like? No, like at first I would put up one recipe every, I don't know, month. Okay. Or sometimes I'd so skip like six So there's like 100% hobby. Hey, this is kind of yeah. cool. I have a website, it's 2014. Let me just put some stuff up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I learned, um, I built my website myself on WordPress. Okay. Um, so I kind of learned all the background of that. And then uh, once I started putting nicer photos on, I was like, well, let's learn a little bit about SEO. I don't even know what that stands for. And um, so, yeah, I kind of taught myself everything on my website. Um, and then I started have uh, local media reach out and ask if I wanted to write for them. So I think the first one was Scoop Charlotte. Susu. From how, how did that, like, how long was that? Was that like six months uh, in, a year you know, in? Like, how did that like even? Maybe a year and a half in. And she reached out and said, hey, I came across your website and I was wondering if you would like to write recipes for and have them featured on mine. Okay. And she said, and I'll pay you for it. And I was like, oh. And I was like, okay. And then um, I started submitting recipes to her and she would feature them. And then she asked, she said, hey, do you like to go out to eat? Do you want to, you know, go review some restaurants and you can write them here and um, and I'll feature them. And they said, oh, that's fun. And I remember the first one we went to was EEZ Fusion yep. in Huntersville. Yep. And over in Burkdale. I don't eat sushi. Me neither. And so, <laughs> well, I shouldn't be telling anybody that because I had to write this big review, but... They probably brought, like, brought out maybe like $500 worth of sushi. And I was Ooh. like, 
and and I photographed it all, and and they still use uh, like they'll use it on their social and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but my husband was with me, and I was like, "You're gonna have to eat everything and tell me what it tastes like." <laughs> and and of course, they brought out some non seafood items that I had. Uh-huh. But I remember that was my first like restaurant review. And uh, now, so, did, did you have other platforms too? Like, did you start a Facebook? Did you start an Instagram, or was this pure website? Like, just. Uh, I was your, writing for their website, so like but, I had but, a login. But before that, like, did oh. they did did you have other platforms as well? Yeah, I mean, I had a my slice of just Instagram and okay. my Facebook. Okay, yeah. so you started with just the website, a hundred percent hobby, but then you were like, okay, like let me just yeah. have a slice of just Insta. And, mm-hmm. Okay, all right, all yeah. Right. And um, my personal Instagram goes way back. I remember when we lived in San Francisco, the guys that started Instagram lived on our same street. What? But they lived a little bit farther down, uh, but they still, they lived on our street. It was on Steiner street in San Francisco. Okay. And, um, I remember getting Instagram at first and, but anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I had started my own Instagram okay. and Facebook, uh, pro- probably like right after the website. Well, no, not right after, probably like a year after. Cause then that was when I noticed I was getting like a little Some bit traction. of traffic sure, sure. and stuff like that. And okay. so I was like, well, I'm taking these nice photos. I might as well, you know, put them on social too. Um, so that's how that started. And, and and you have no background in photography. Like it's not like you're a professional. You were a CPA accountant. You were like... Yeah, not, well, I, I wanted to go to college for photography. So I took photography all four years in high school. Okay. Um, and then I took some classes in college, but it wasn't my major, major okay. or anything like that. Um, I do miss going into the dark rooms and, you know, putting it in the solution and seeing the photo. That's kind of cool. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know how to do all that, which is fun. Um, I don't know anywhere where you can do that now, though. That would be a fun, like date night yeah i was gonna say like one of those like wine and painting things like, yeah you know, yeah but you, you go and you do, do your own photos that would be fun don't anybody business steal that idea, idea. trademarked <laughs> slice of jess <laughs> um but yeah so uh i got a i got a camera again and um i use canon and uh yeah it just kind of went from there and now i mean restaurants hire me for photo shoots i just did a two-day one uh yesterday and the day before my arms are kind of tired <laughs> and we're actually just so you guys know we're actually at the canopy canopy uh hotel by hilton so and, they're and, and this a is client, a client of yours client, yes. right and so if you guys so, are like hey you're not in the studio you're not in a restaurant yeah, we're actually at a super nice hotel in South Park, who is a client of Jess's, and so, yeah, you know. so I do all of their PR. Um, I, I assist with photography. We have a restaurant here, Fine and Fettle. Um, and so I've actually been coming to this hotel probably since February, where we'd have to wear the dorky hard hats. And, because you know, it, the it just opened, right? Here. Yeah, they just opened a couple months ago. <coughs> okay, so it's a, it's, mm-hmm. it's a newer hotel. Yes. So, but, um, okay, let's, let's back up a little bit. So year and a half, mm-hmm. you get, sorry, I get off. Track. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> me too. Trust me. Well, you're, you're good. So you said scoop Charlotte. Yeah. Scoop Charlotte was scoop the first, Charlotte, first one, um, one that reached out to me. That was out of the blue. Mm-hmm. You weren't expecting it. No, I, then, got, I remember I got the email from her and I was like, what? Like, okay, that would be fun. This, you know, and get paid. Yeah. And get okay. paid. Like, yay. Um, so I wrote for them for a while, and then I had uh, the Charlotte Observer reach out, and I was one of the main food writers for um, Charlotte Five. So I had maybe two articles a week that would come out, and okay. they would either be, you know, me going to eat at 
dot, 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 and interviewing their <clears> chef <throat> and, you know, having him talk about his food. And I would take pictures. And uh, my husband loved it because he'd get to eat at all these places the for free. <laughs> and sometimes we would bring some friends or something. Um, or it would be like a roundup of where to, you know, get the best coffee in Charlotte, which is fine and fettle right here. They hey, have a coffee bar it. and it's fabulous. <laughs> um, but uh, so I wrote for them. So, so you, you think you really cut your teeth there? Like, like that's when you really started. I mean, obviously you had a little bit of photography background, mm -hmm. which is great. Um, but it sounds like Scoop, Charlotte Observer, like that's when you really kind of. Yeah, I mean, I was creating content for their websites, so it wasn't really anything for mine. Um, but you were honing your craft, though. Yeah. Like you were, yeah. you were writing, you were taking pictures, you were mm -hmm. meeting some chefs. You know, you were. Yeah, and you know, being you know a foodie here in Charlotte, it really made Charlotte feel like home. Like Charlotte is huge. Yeah. It's massive. But like the food community is, they're so tight knit. Yeah, like, and you true. don't, you don't see that in other like big cities. Like you don't see chefs that hang out with other chefs that are like competitors with each other. Like they all support each other. And, um, that's interesting. Yeah, it, it really is. And, uh, chef Daniel Wheeler here, I met him probably in February and we went to a food show together over in Wilmington and um, and me and him talked about that a lot because you know we've we've we're both from different areas and um, it's wonderful how close-knit really the Charlotte community is and um, I mean I've met so many fellow bloggers and 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 it's weird when I had my office in uptown like I would be walking and I would see someone almost every time that when I went out that I knew because they were like a local foodie or, yeah, 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 and, yeah. and we would get invited to events. And it's funny. I still go to some now. Um, they're starting to pop back up again, but yeah. you'll go somewhere and you're like, I know you. Yeah. And you're like, we follow each other. <laughs> Hi. You do one of the nods. Like, and like, we're like, Hey, <laughs> um, but I mean, a, a lot like back in, Probably 2016, 2017, I would go to an event almost every week. And that's how I wow. would meet a lot of the other local foodies. And, and um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So how, so like, let's, let's talk, you know, let's say, Jess, we have a, some people out here that, you know, want to either grow their following or they want to um, uh, grow their company because, I mean, you, I mean, you started with nothing and now you've built something substantial. I mean, I've, I mean, even going to your website and looking at a lot of the partnerships that you have. And, um, I mean, even from our phone conversation that we had a couple of weeks ago, <clears throat> you told me that you would go to food shows and get cards mm -hmm. and take notes yep. and follow up with hundreds mm -hmm. of people and send emails. And you, I mean, it just, that was so impressive for me. Um, owning a business, running a business, starting it from scratch, and just knowing the work ethic, like just the the non-glamorous, the the grind, the work that has to happen behind the scenes, website, SEO, this, that, building stuff on your own, getting good at photography. I mean, like this is all stuff that, um, you know, I mean, especially, especially if, you're, if you own a restaurant or a catering company or a food truck or anything in this industry, you've got to get good at it. You've, you know, I mean, it, Yes, you could hire it out. Sure, I get it. But I think it would probably be good if you knew a little bit about 
some of the stuff that's happening as far as the marketing, advertising, promoting end of your business. And so um, let's talk about that. Like talk about like the, the, the handful of years that you were just writing and blogging and going to these events and shaking hands and maybe maybe the power of networking and relationships and um, like speak on that because I think there's so much in that that I don't care what end I don't care if you started a, 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 a landscape company you could use these principles and build a huge landscape company with multiple crews and I mean with everything that you did to build Slice of Jess, right? So Yeah, I mean, I get asked a lot. They're like, so what do you do as a living? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I write and I take photos. Like, I even asked her, like, what, how do you want me to, how do you want me to business owner, blogger? In, I mean, how do you, she's like, I do a lot of stuff. I'm like, yeah, I see that. Yeah, well, I mean, so like I do PR <coughs> for restaurants and the hotel and, and that. Um, I promote my own brand. Yep. I work with, um, other like food and beverage brands. So my main job is I work with food and beverage brands to create recipes using their products. Okay. So um, and then I'll feature it on my website. And then of course you have to say it's sponsored by so and so, and you link it back. Um, there's huge contracts that you have to sign with that. And Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. I have a whole folder just for contracts. Uh, but, and then I'll partner with them. Usually I'll try to do multiple recipes so I can link the blogs back to the other blogs. Um, but that's why I would go to the food and beverage shows. So like I went to the fancy food show in New York last year, last summer, um, met, I don't know how many people, thousands of people and, and literally thousands. Yeah. Yeah, it takes over. Um, what what is the center in? Well, I know the one in San Francisco that I went to in January takes over both sides of the Moscone Center. So it's I mean it's literally thousands and thousands of people. Can't do that now. Yeah, <laughs> they canceled them all. Yeah, um, which I was supposed to go to Chicago this year. I was supposed to go to. Um, I went to Vegas. No, that was last year for a food show. Um, but yeah, you go to these shows and it's literally, you're walking up to the brand and the brand representative is there and, um, and you just say, Hey, my name's Jess. Here's my card. I would love to, you know, work with you on doing recipes, photography. Um, do you have a card where I can follow up? And then I just would take notes. Like I'm a good conversation starter. Yeah. Um, and so I would say, Oh yeah, where are you from? You know, I would jot down like their kid's name or just something on their card for when I followed up by email, it was more personal. Sure. It wasn't like a, hey, we met and you also met 5,000 other people, but yeah. pick me, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know a lot of other bloggers that do that. Um, a lot of the brands that I would meet, they would say, oh, I didn't know bloggers came to this event or, you know. Um, but I know that they do because like I got a media pass to go to the event. So if you have a certain amount of following, if you have a certain amount of people that come to your website, the fancy food show will actually give you a media pass. Okay. Um, and so, and a lot of the, the big shows will give you a media pass. And so um, I wouldn't have to pay to go, which is nice. nice, but I'd have to pay for my flight and my hotel sure, sure, sure. and all that sort of stuff. And then, yeah. It's, which, which is an investment in your company. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. there is investment, you, know, you yeah. had to, Buy a I website and fix mm -hmm. it and travel, you know, but I travel a lot with um, he's actually my old boss at the marketing company and he goes because he has a marketing company and he wants to work, you know, with these food and beverage brands and and, and 
it's a really great networking thing. And we, we call it show mode. So like when we get there, it's like, it's show mode. You got to walk and go fast and meet as many people as you can and get your cards and give your card out. And yeah, and then you get back and it's just email, 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 email. But I would get a lot of business that way. It was a lot of fun. I mean, there's, there is so much uh, that people could take from that. I mean, I, you know, I guess, you know, having my, our, our paper company now for 12 years, I've just learned the power of networking and relationships and, you know, staying in touch and, you know, um, and, and, and not always just for business, like not always to call to get an order. Like you're right. just, you know, uh, taking good notes and being relational and having good conversations. And, you know, and so I, I always, the way I see it, Jess, is after some time, it's like I'm a friend of, of this client of mine. Right. Oh, by the way, I sell them paper too. Mm -hmm. it, it's like, that's kind of the relationship that I always try to go after. So, um, so yeah, I mean, so you would recommend anybody out there, no matter the business, but especially if you want to get into blogging, mm -hmm. relationships, relationships, relationships rela matter. They really do. And you never, I mean, it doesn't hurt to be kind. <laughs> I mean, 100%. I, always be nice. You never know what opportunities will arise. I mean, even just yesterday and the day before, I hired another um, a foodie here in Charlotte to help me as assistant photographer just because, and, and I paid him well for it. Yeah. And, and when I met him, I never would have thought, hey, I'm going to hire you one yeah. day to come, you know, take photos with me. 100%. But um, definitely networking is, is where it's at. So meet people, and I would say be nice to yeah, people. be nice, be kind, be courteous. And so that 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 will take you a long way. And so mm -hmm. so that's kind of in how you were able to get where you're at. Right. You know, just, you know, blogging relationships, the Being Charlotte Observer persistent. magazines, persistence shows traveling. You know, there is investment on the front end. Yeah. Right. You know that you 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 will have to, you know, do X, Y, Z, depending on your industry, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, but on the back end, you know that it's worth it because you'll have those relationships and you'll gain some business. Um, I mean, I'm still learning things every day. I mean, invest in yourself to, you know, teach yourself something new every day, whether it be you're really shy and you don't want to network, sign up for a virtual event or something and just observe and get out of your comfort zone a little bit. And, and before you know it, that place where you were uncomfortable before, now you're like thriving and you're like, oh yes, I can do this, you know? Or it's more normal. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, like, you know, I mean, yeah. you don't have to give speeches or talks in front of crowds, but like <laughs> you can, you can, you can make some connections. You can pass on mm -hmm. a business card. That, that's a little bit more normal. So, um, okay, let's, let's transition into, into recipes and cooking. Like what, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Do you have any favorite meals, dishes. If you go on my website and on my social, it looks like I eat like tons of food every day, but I really don't. I mean, I'm cooking every day, but I, and I'm cooking these extravagant things. I joke all the time that I get paid to make drunk food, um, <laughs> <laughs> but most of the time I just give it away to my neighbors or if sadly I waste a lot of food because it's sitting out for hours at a time. And it, I mean, it's not good to eat afterwards, so I gotta throw it away. Um, but I, I do have a lot of fun in my kitchen. I dance in my kitchen and cook and, and all that. But now my kids are home, my husband's home, and I'm like, I need you to go away. <laughs> like, I need to be in the kitchen by <laughs> Let myself. Let me work. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I, I never, when I started my website, I never thought I would be doing this full time. And so, um, how many, how many years did it take to actually build a business big enough that you could go full time? Um, because like, that's a big deal. I, mean, I started, I, I quit the marketing job when our second son was born and he's two and a half. So two and a half years ago, I was like, I'm going to do this full time. Two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Which 2020, so 28, 2017, 2018, -hmm. you started started in 14, so four years, Mm -hmm. three, four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You always hear businesses take time. Like there's no, there's no shortcut. Yeah, there's no (laughs) shortcut, you know, so it'll take time. It'll take effort. It'll take connections. It'll take persistence and Mm -hmm. emails and all that. Well, I mean, I would get up every morning, probably around five and blog and write and you know kind of plan what I'm doing that day until my kids would get up around seven and then every night after the kids were in bed I would be so we made an office under our stairs I called it my cloffice I built a little desk in there and uh, I would shut the door and it's literally like as big as this table like it, it was it's a little it's cloffice. just you it's just, it's just me in there like and, um, but I, every night I would be in there. So it's, and you know, during the day I worked my job. And so, yeah, it, the That's hustle awesome. is real. Like you can't just be like, Hey, I'm going to be a food blogger. Like it doesn't really work that way. I mean, you have to put in the effort. And, and so I started just doing random recipes and then I would reach out to brands that I liked like on Instagram and I'd be like, Hey, I really love your products. Um, would you want to partner together on a recipe? And at first it was just like mail me your product and, and I'll feature it on my website. Yeah. I have, you know, a whole five people that come to my website sure. a day. Um, but you I would start love, somewhere. yeah, but I would love to, you know, do that. And then it just kind of built from there. Um, then I'd be like, Hey, can we partner for 50 bucks? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. And then it just kept going and then my traffic kept getting higher and then I could charge more. And, um, and now I'm to the point where I don't really need to reach out to anybody. That's like awesome. brands will reach out Come to, to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it. You except for like when I would go to the food shows, but I like traveling. Yeah, it's kind of an it's good. excuse no, to, it's, yeah, to it's travel, a, see new cities. It's a good perk, you know. <laughs> but I'm getting business. There you go. There you go. There's business expenses. We get it. So you're a CPA. You know how this works. But uh, no, I love that. I, I love that because, you know, um, yeah, like maybe your body's not going to naturally wake up at five o'clock and you have to force yourself to do that. But you knew. They make that, alarm clocks. That's it. You know what I mean? An alarm clock is... it it alarms you. <laughs> like it's not, yeah. it's not like, you know, um, but I, I like, I love hearing stuff like that just because it just, it just, you know, I mean, you know, not to like cliche the whole, like, you know, uh, business owner, entrepreneur, like lifestyle jet Rolexes, you know, like, like that's big right now. I mean, I don't know how old you are. I'm 34. I'm like 10 years ago. Like that wasn't what was like super, I mean, 15 years ago, I don't even think the word like entrepreneur was even like, I mean, it was yeah. out there, but like. Or freelancer. It, it, it wasn't like it was, it is now. Right. And, and I just, I just think people need to get a, re, just a reality of, okay, cool. Like you can have that. This, mm-hmm. this is America. You can make money. There's, a, you can make as much money as you want. Um, but there is a road, a path that you got to go down in order to achieve that, that kind of right. success. I don't care if you own a traditional company, a restaurant, 
a blog, a website, it doesn't matter. So I love that. Now, favorite, you have favorite foods? Like if, if no budget at all, Nick's mm. paying for it, no budget, you and your husband, you're going somewhere. What is the, like, what, what would you love to like, you know I what? I don't know, that's such a hard question. I'm a sucker for burgers. Okay. I love burgers. Cool. Or just big, massive sandwiches in general. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Anything potatoes. Um, like pota- like, any, like anything. mashed potatoes, fries, mashed potatoes, anything? fries, baked potato, anything. Oh, give me a plate of potatoes and I'm happy. How about that, that tater tot you were telling me? That, oh, what that, you, is, that a, is that a client or no? That's a client of mine. And we actually filmed here at Canopy <coughs> in August because um, I met them when I was at a food show in Vegas. Okay. So there are these colossal size tater tots. Uh-huh. And, um, so they're a manufacturer. But, Yes, and they, uh, they're called tater kegs, and they're filled with all these different things. Like, they have a Reuben one. They have, um, you know, ones with eggs and bacon, and, you know, it's called breakfast skillet. And uh, so I met them at a show in Vegas, and I was like, these are cool. And I started talking to... How um, big is it? Uh, <laughs> I should have brought some, and we could have fried them up. But they're, like, that big. Okay, okay. Um, I have a freezer in my garage dedicated to tater tots <laughs> tater cakes and meat that's all that's in it uh, well because the last time uh so they flew here and we filmed four different things for them to use online because they're not doing the food shows anymore okay. so they needed to have content for sure like virtual sure. food shows and so we came here we made um <coughs> so they hired me um, let me backtrack after I met them in Vegas, which Mark is who I met in Vegas, okay. um, he's their sales manager. All right. And we just hit it off. And I was like, these are so cool. Like, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, like, never... they sell them at Yankee Stadium. And, wow. you know, they, yeah, they're they're a really cool product. Okay. Um, and, you know, to restaurants and, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, pubs, you know, like, it'd go perfect with beer and, you know, beer and A stuff-filled tater, <laughs> yeah. tater keg. <laughs> tater kegs. But anyway, um, so when I met him, we kind of hit it off and we chatted. And this was a smaller food show. So the second day when he was packing up, I went back and said, hey, you know, it was really nice chatting with you. Um, Networking, being nice. And so he reached out to me. Or no, I wrote him an email, um, said, hey, you know, hope you had safe travels, blah, blah, blah. It was really great to meet you. If I can ever help you with anything that we talked about, just let me know. And he wrote me back and he said, hey, I actually want to make up recipes with our tater kegs. Um, to inspire chefs what they can do with them at their restaurants. And I said, I could do that for you. And so I came up with about 20 different recipes. And they mailed me 120 pounds of tater kegs. (laughs) And I was like, what am I going to do with all these kegs? And so I had to buy a freezer for my garage. And it's, it's literally just still, it's still filled with tater kegs. And when they flew here in August to do the videos um, here, they mailed me another 120 pounds worth of tater kegs. And uh, Eric, who I was talking about earlier, my old boss that we traveled together a lot, uh-huh. I called him and I said, I can't fit all of this at my house. Do you have a freezer? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have them mail half of the tater kegs to your house. And so they mailed me like 80 and I think they mailed him like 60. And then we brought them all here and Chef Daniel Wheeler let us take over the kitchen 
for the day. Um, well, his fryer mainly. And um, yeah, we made up four or five of the recipes here. Uh, we have a film crew that I work with, Clint and Brian. Hi guys. Shout and, out. <laughs> uh, and so, and they're, they, uh, they film recipe videos for me as well. So um, I hire them, you know, to, to do that. Uh-huh. And uh, we came here and we took over part of the restaurant and then we did some in the conference rooms down there. And, and so, yeah, they, I got them as a recipe client, but then now they've turned into a video client. And, um, and then they recommend me to other brands that they know. And, and so- Power of referrals. Mm -hmm. Now, how do, you, how do you come up with recipes? Like I, don't, to, I don't know. Is that just like literally like just your you being creative? Like you yeah, just Yeah, well like so I got the kegs and I you know, I fried some up and tried them and I said, okay, well what would this be good in? And like the breakfast one, I was like, let's enhance the breakfast flavor, let's put it in a sandwich. And so I made a breakfast sandwich with the breakfast kegs inside. So it was literally like uh, English muffin, and that's one of the ones we did here. Uh -huh. It was smashed avocado, three of the breakfast kegs, bacon, um, some sort of drizzled something over uh -huh. it. And it's just this big, see, I love sandwiches. And it's just this big, massive sandwich with tater cakes in the middle. So it's you like, just, who wouldn't like so that? So you just who put a bunch of stuff that? that you love together and it's like, yeah, done. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, and uh, another fun one was the Reuben. So I tried the Reuben one and I was like, damn, this is good. Oh, I'm sorry, I probably should No, it's okay, it's okay. Um, and I was like, what would this be better in though? Uh -huh. And I mean, it's hard to make a great product better, but yeah. but I stuffed them in an egg roll with extra pastrami and sauerkraut. And I made up like a thousand island and rolled it all together and then fried it again. Dang. And it, oh, they're so good. <laughs> in an egg roll, I would have never yeah. thought about that. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and I think I put that one on my blog just because it was such a fun recipe. Um, but yeah, I, I came up with about what 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 does your family absolutely love that you make? Like, what's that one thing that they're like? Hey, um, if, you're, if you're coming back home to San Fran, you have to make this and bring. Is there anything like like that? That hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know the answer to this question. I'm kind of well. Asking. When we have family come visit here, a lot of times people ask for me to make my fried chicken sandwich, okay. another sandwich. Um, but the thing that's special about it, so uh, Dollywood. They hired me to come out and do a, a blog about visiting like all the foodie stuff at Dollywood. And okay. when we were there, uh, they had this fried chicken sandwich. Okay. And I was like, this thing is glorious. And it, it had like a touch of sweetness to it in the okay. breading. So okay. I was like, okay, I'm gonna make up a fried chicken recipe and I'm gonna try and mimic it. Okay. And I thought about putting um, powdered sugar in the flour dredge. So I would do the flour with all the regular seasonings that you would do, but then I did a whole, I think it was a half cup of powdered sugar and mixed it in it. Uh -huh. And then I brine the chicken in a mixture of pickle juice and buttermilk. So you get that like pickly sort of taste, yeah, but then you yeah, have that yeah. sweetness on the outside. And then I make a habanero aioli and put that on and I think, and pickles, of course. And um, yeah, I get asked to make that a lot. So, I mean, if, if, if we had, and we just, know. we just made a video for that. So if you really? go on my website, yeah. Um, I worked with my production crew and we, uh, that was, that was a funny day. So we rented out an Airbnb okay. and, um, I showed up and Clint and Brian were there and they had set up like 
$80,000 worth of film equipment. And I was like, oh, like, this is going to be fun. Yeah, and, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, and we did four recipes that day. Um, you know, I changed my hair and my makeup and stuff in between. But we filmed for 21 hours straight. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Towards the end, we started to get a little delirious. Yeah, you're done. You're tapping <laughs> We out. have a lot of bloopers that uh, I haven't shared yet. And because, <laughs> I mean, you get kind of wacky after that That's long. That's a long time. It was a time. long day. And a after that, we were like, I think we're only going to do like two recipes a day. Because, I mean, towards the end, you're, I mean. Yeah, you're, you're, you're maximizing that Air Airbnb <laughs> rent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I mean, because we have to rent it for three days because, I mean, it takes almost a whole day to, like, set up everything. And then we film an entire day and then we come back the next day and we it clean down. it, break it down. And and so that's like another investment that, you know, you got to do. 100 percent. But, I but love now that. I have companies reach out and they pay me for those videos. That's so, awesome. I mean, I had to make them on my own. But then now, you know. Listen, I mean, you have to you have to build leverage. I mean, if, if you know, you have now built a, a brand, a reputation and leverage where you have a following where now people want to pay for it, you know, mm -hmm. but in the beginning, you just don't have that. No, that's where, you know, building a YouTube channel or building a rest. I mean, anything building mm -hmm. a business, you have to build leverage, you have to build, you know, and so and you know, what I was saying earlier is, it sounds like Jess definitely has the the, the prize when it comes to Chick-fil-A Popeyes and Jess's chicken sandwich. <laughs> we'll, have to do a little, we'll have to do a little taste test. <laughs> so uh, nice. I love that. I love that. Any um, any favorite restaurants that you love to uh, to dine, uh, you know, around here? I mean, obviously you have clients and you love them and yeah. you know, you'd love to give everybody a shout out. But anybody right. like you personally, I love going here. This is, you know, I love getting some takeout for the family here. The, I could mention one in particular. I have a lot of favorite restaurants around here. And, and of course it's because like I know the chef. Sure. And and I'll come and, and go say hi to them sure, and then they sure, come sure. out and um and they're they're my friends. Sure. You know, so of course I want to go to their restaurants and support this them. Is 100%. And, you know. Um but no, I don't think I could pick a favorite. So you have That's a any, hard question. any favorite type of cuisine you like? Oh, I love Mexican food. Mexican? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And there's no really sandwiches in Mexican food. So. I, I was, I was going to say. A torta. Okay, there we go. But as, as, no, I love Mexican food. I'll usually get enchiladas or, um, but yeah, I like mixing my sour cream with the rice. It's, put it on a chip. It's really weird. Nice, nice. <laughs> Bunch I love of salsa. That. Um, I, I'm a very big condiment person. Okay. I mean, I have like 50 million salsas at home or hot sauces and. Do you like, um, do you like hot, uh, mm -hmm. hot sauces? Yes, I do. I'm not a big hot sauce guy. I mean, listen, you know, Greek, you just haven't had the right Medi one. Mediterranean, our palate is like olive oil, vinegar, lemon. <laughs> like we have a little, I mean, there's just not a lot of, I mean, just even over, over in Greece, there's not a lot of sauces. There's not like. Well, see, I, it's, that it's, wouldn't be a place for me. That's it. I mean, listen, visit for the islands. Bring yeah. your own sauces. <laughs> but it's it, that's so interesting. Is it like, you know, just uh, countries, how they eat, you know, palates. I mean, mm. it just, you know, um, I, I have an uncle of mine that literally exported Texas Pete to Greece uh -huh. and it, it, didn't, it didn't do well. It just, yeah. the, it just the palate, just the food, you know, 
I mean, there's no like ranch. It's olive, yeah. olive, uh, it's olive, uh, olive up in oil California, and vinegar. There's a lot of ranch everywhere. I mean, really? people eat ranch with their pizza, everything. Yeah, like ranch with everything. I mean, here in fries. general, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I love that. Cool. Um, well, any last uh, parting thoughts, Jess? Anything for anybody out there that's that's listening um, that would love to become a blogger? You know, what 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 are some thoughts, suggestions, tips? Anything? that you wanna just leave them with as far as um, how to maybe do it full time in five years or seven, yeah, whether it's- Yeah, I mean, kind of, we touched base on it before. It's all about networking. It's be nice, be a nice person. <laughs> um, follow up with the people that you meet, follow up with brands that you wanna work with. I mean, I've had, I work with brands now that when I first reached out, like they wouldn't even write me back, mm. you know? and. Um, but just be be persistent, keep going, get up at 5 a.m. if you have to. There's no excuse if you have a nine to five job right now. Or a family uh, or, or Yeah, I mean, I got two kids at home under the age of five. Uh, it's it's busy and it's crazy, and but I love it. It's it's fun, and um, and I get to do it full time now just because I followed up and you know just if you have that dream, it's probably way way over there. But if you just keep you know baby step baby step baby step before you know it, you're you're there. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. I Thanks love that. For having me. Yes, I love that. That was. I mean, this has been so. I mean, honest. Honestly, just meeting you and just learning more about your story, um, it, it just, you know, it does not surprise me why you get to live your dream and, and travel and meet people and have these friends that are executive. Sh I mean, this is, this is cool. I, I, you know, and the thing is people would love to do it. And so they just have to get over certain humps, mm -hmm. whether it's their comfort zone or whether it's the fear of getting rejected or somebody not emailing, them, hey, I emailed. 20 people and nobody responded. Okay. Email 20 more. Yeah, I mean we can we can sit here and complain about it or you can yeah. email 20. I mean like Yeah. That's it. It's it's a lot of persistence and knowing what you want, having that mm -hmm. desire. So Yeah, and I mean when I wanted to start working with brands and think, you know, oh, maybe I can get paid for this, I literally would go to their website and go to the contact me and find an email and just send out an email and say, "Hey, my name's Jess. Love your products." Can we work together, you yeah. know? And I've probably sent thousands of those. Easily. You know, type of emails. And it just takes that one person to write back and then you're like, yay, I got my first sponsored post, yep. you know? And then you can use that sponsored post for, you know, pitching yourself to other brands and say, hey, yep. look what I did here with this brand. Look at the, you know, engagement that we got yep. online. Even if your engagement was super, super low, it's something. And, and it'll eventually get higher the more and more you do it. Yeah. So it's really just keep going. Yeah. Here's a, here's, a, here's a cool story that, you know, just about us being super creative and, and thinking outside of the box. So when we first started our paper company, Jess, I was 22, my cousin was 18. I mean, how much can a 22 and 18 year old really yeah. know about anything, okay? So, so we had a small little box truck, like a really small, like, like not a Penske, like just a really little one. And um, I just knew that for people to take us serious, that we had to put forth an image of professionalism. So I wanted to wrap our truck. Okay. But it was like 2,000 or 2,500 bucks to wrap this little truck. And I'm like, God, like, two th I mean, 
$2,000. It might as well have been $200,000. Yeah. Because we're like, <laughs> You're like, I don't have that money. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the 500 to give you. I don't have 2000 So, So I remember literally, I was like, you know what? What if I call some of these big manufacturers that I already sell their products and ask them for 500 bucks to put their logo on here for two years? And then I'm going to drive this truck. So I literally formed up an email. That's a and really I said, good idea. Hey, Clorox. Hey, Dart. Hey, Solo. Hey, all these manufacturers. I'm, you know, we drive our truck 200 miles a day, five days a week in the Charlotte and in Winston-Salem and the Triad and in Hick. I mean, all these areas. I'm willing. I'm willing. I'm to, willing. I'm willing to put your logo <laughs> on the truck for the next three years for 500 bucks. You know what? We got five people to do it. And they, I literally had those guys pay for the wrap. And so that's awesome. that, that, like, that is just an example just for, for anybody listening. Think of outside the box. Ingenuity, creative, initiative. Like no one's going to hold your hand and like no one told you how to learn. No one told you how, that you had to learn SEO, mm -hmm. but you had to figure out a little bit about how that works yep. because you don't have the money to hire somebody mm -mm. right now. If you have the money to hire somebody, awesome. God bless you. But a lot of times in the beginning, people don't. So right. anyway, I love this. This was awesome. Episode 20 in the books, Paper Trails podcast. Got to check out Slice of Jess. Check out her website. Check out her videos. Um, if you have questions, shoot me an email. I'm a nice person. I will write you back. <laughs> 100%. I can, I can attest to that. She's absolutely great, super nice, very friendly. We've had an awesome conversation. But uh, anyway, good to see you guys. If you guys have not subscribed, hook us up. Hit that little subscribe button, comment, like, share. If you have some friends that are business owners that are in the in the food industry that would love to chat with us, uh, let us know, and we'll have uh, and we all we have some uh, some episodes. We will have Chef Daniel that actually works here uh, hop on a, a future episode with us. But anyway, good to see you guys. Have an absolutely amazing day, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.